Kwenye kitabu cha Waebrania geukeni pamoja nami kwenye Waebrania. Hebrews chapter 4 blessed people. Waebrania sura ya 4 watu wabarikiwa. I'm reading 11 and 12. Ninasoma 11 na 12. You can read 12 13 Hebrews chapter 4. Waebrania sura ya 4 tutaweza kusoma 12 kwa kina. The word of God is alive. Kwa maana neno la Mungu li hai and active. Tena lina nguvu. Sharper than any double edged sword. Tena lina makali kuliko upanga wa even to dividing soul. Wenye kuwili tena linachoma hata kuzigawanya nafsi na roho. Spirit and joints. Na roho na viungo. And, 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 and marrow. Na mafuta yaliyomo ndani yake. Then it, it judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. Anasemea kwamba tena ni nyepesi ya kutambua mawazo yaliyoko katika moyo. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Wala hakuna kiumbe chochote kilichofichika machoni pa Mungu. Even things that are uncovered. Hata kila kitu vitu ambavyo Everything is uncovered. Kila kitu kimefunuliwa. And laid to bear in the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Na kiko wazi machoni pake yeye ambaye kwake ni lazima tutatoa hesabu. So the Lord is saying. Kwa hivyo Bwana anasema that authority. Ya kwamba mamlaka. Living your life with authority. Kuishi maisha yako na mamlaka. As a Christian. Kama Mkristo. To minister to the world. Kuhudumia ulimwengu. Or preaching to them with authority. Ama kuwahubiria na mamlaka. Evangelizing to them with authority. Kuwafanyia uinjilisti na mamlaka will come when we point them to the last day. Itawakonyeza na kuonyesha siku ya mwisho. To point them the day of judgment. Itawaonyesha siku ya hukumu. That accountability is coming. Ya kwamba kuwajibika kunakuja. That's why he says the book of Matthew 24:37 we start. Ndio sababu anasema kwenye kitabu cha Mathayo 24:35. Matthew 24:35. Mathayo 24:35. It says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. 24:35 Matthew. 24:35 Matthew. And he says. Na anasema Turn with me to Matthew 24 blessed people. Geukeni pamoja nami kwenye Mathayo 24 watu wabarikiwa. And I'm now reading. Sasa nasoma. And he says. Na anasema Heaven and earth will pass away. Mbingu na dunia zitapita. But my word will never pass. Lakini neno langu kamwe halitapita. So the Lord is asking that we don't corrupt his word. Hivyo basi Bwana anaulizia kwamba tusilisifisadishe neno lake. Only the word is eternal. Ni neno tu peke yake ndilo la milele. And so the church today. Hivyo basi kanisa leo hii. The pastors of this age. Wachungaji wa majira haya. Compromising your teachings. Mkikubaliana na mafundisho yenu. Softening your word. Mkifanya kabisa nyepesi neno leno. The Lord says. Bwana anasema, everything will pass away. Kila kitu kitapita. But only the word. Lakini neno tu peke yake will never change. Kamwe halitawahi kubadilika. And is drawing the attention of this generation. Na anavuta umakinifu wa hikikizazi to judgment. Kwa hukumu. In other words. Kwa maneno mengine. If you wanted to introduce somebody to the Lord. Iwapo ulitaka kumleta mtu kwa Bwana. Probably the best way would to give to give them a scripture that talks about judgment that is coming. Pengine njia iliyobora kabisa ni kuwapatia andiko kuhusiana na hukumu inayokuja. To tell them that a day of accountability is coming. Kwa... You, you may play around, you may do what you're doing on the earth. You're refusing Jesus today, refusing him tomorrow, but give them a scripture to read for themselves about the judgment of God that is coming. Unaweza kucheza cheza hapa duniani, unaweza cheza cheza na wokovu, lakini uwapatie andiko ambalo lilisema. You can tell them that they can play around with scripture, but if you show them judgment coming, it will convict them. 
unawezaambia kwamba wanaweza kucheza cheza na maandiko lakini ukiwaambia kwamba kunayo hukumu inayokuja inaweza kuwashawishi na kuwabadilisha The book of John chapter 3 verse 16. Kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 3:16. You present to them the love of God. Unawaletea upendo wa Mungu. But then, lakini sasa, don't fail to give them the judgment of God right next there. Usikose kuwapatia hukumu ya Mungu iliyoko pale kwenye mstari wa 18. John chapter 3:18. Kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 3:18. You can read 16:17 the salvation God presents. Unaweza kusoma 16:17 uokovu ambao Mungu analeta. But at the end present to them the consequence of refusing that word lakini, refusing the salvation of the grace Lakini mwisho uwaletee yale madhara ya kukataa hilo neno kukataa ndoko wao Kile ambacho kitakutendekea for rejecting the salvation of Jesus Kwa sababu ya kukataa uokovu wa Yesu So right now a lot of them are rejecting Jesus Kwa sababu sasa hivi wengi wao kabisa wanamkataa Yesu All over the world Kote kote duniani But you need to bring them to the realization that a day is coming lakini mnahitaji kuwafanya wajue ya kwamba siku inakuja for rejecting that there will be judgment kwa sababu ya kukata hiyo kutakuwepo na hukumu john 3:18 kitabu cha yohana 3:18 says anasema whoever believes in him is not condemned yeyote amwaminiye haukumiwi but whoever does not believe stands condemned already lakini asiamini amekwishakuhukumiwa tayari because they have not believed the name of god's one and only son kwa sababu hakumwamini mwana wa pekee wa mungu so god is sending you out hivyo basi mungu anawatuma nje to talk about the judgment that is coming ili kuzungumza kuhusu hukumu ambayo inakuja to talk about the end that is coming ili kuzungumza kuhusiana na mwisho unaokuja and he say na anasema that if you evangelize to them through your life or preaching ya kwamba iwapo mtawafanya uinjilisti kupitia kwa maisha yenu ama mahubiri yenu and they receive the lord kisha wampokee bwana the authority of that preaching mamlaka ya mahubiri hayo is going to be when they choose to please god itakuwa wakati ambapo watachagua kumpendeza mungu a life that pleases god maisha ambayo yanampendeza mungu and they choose to separate out from anything evil na kuchagua kujitenga kabisa na chochote ambacho ni kiovu and it says here blessed people na anasema hapa watu wabarikiwe kitabu cha matendo 17 geukeni pamoja na mipale what you need to take to the world kile ambacho mnahitaji kuambia ulimwengu and to preach to you that is tuned in today for the first time na kuahubiria ninyi ambao mnasikiliza leo hii kwa mara ya kwanza there is a day coming kuna usiku ambao inakuja when the lord will judge the world wakati ambapo bwana atahukumu ulimwengu this whole world will come to an end ulimwengu huu wote utafika mwisho and the lord will judge them according to whether they receive the word the salvation of the grace or they rejected it na bwana atawahukumu kulingana ikiwa walipokea uokovu wa neema neno ama walikataa the book of acts chapter 17 kitabu cha matendo sura ya 17 i'm reading 30 says in the past god overlooked such ignorance zamani wakati wa ujinga mungu alijifanya haoni ujinga huo but now he commands all people everywhere to repent lakini sasa anawaamuru watu wote kila mahali watubu for he has set a day when he will judge the whole world kwa kuwa ameweka siku ambayo atahukumu limwangu wote with justice by the man he has appointed kwa haki akimtumia mtu aliyemchagua he has given proof of this to everyone by raising him from the dead 
kwake huyo amehakikishia watu wote kwa kumfuku kumfufua kutoka kwa wafu so you need to come out hivyo basi mahitaji kujitokeza and read to them scriptures that talk about judgment na kuwasomea maandiko ambayo yanazungumza kuhusu hukumu in that office katika hiyo ofisi because he's saying kwa sababu anasema it's not anymore entry by you alone ya kwamba tena sio kuingia tu wewe peke yake Let us storm the world. Wacha tukaweza kuvamia ulimwengu. If you storm in Australia. Ikiwa utavamia kule Australia. And we storm in Kenya. Na tuvamia hapa Kenya. And you storm in Europe. Na tuvamia kule Europa. Asia. Asia. America. Marekani. Then the world will be aflame with revival, ablaze. Basi ulimwengu utawaka na uvuvio mkuu kabisa utawaka moto. Because he says. Kwa sababu alisema apart from preparing you. Ya kwamba kando na kuanda ninyi. You need to be found to have been productive fruitful for the lord Mnahitaji kupatikana ya kwamba mmeza matunda kwa ajili ya Bwana That church I saw up there in the kingdom of glory Hilo kanisa ambalo niliona huko juu katika ufalme wa utukufu They were fruitful Walikuwa wenye kuzama They were wearing the glorious garment Walikuwa wamevaa vazi la utukufu That garment attracted a lot of people to Jesus Hilo vazi liliwavuta watu wengi kabisa kwa Yesu And they stood firm no matter the turbulence of the earth Na walisimama dhabiti kabisa bila kujalisha mawimbi ya ulimwengu persecution on the earth bila kujalisha mateso ya dunia no matter the difficulties of the earth bila kujalisha ugumu wa ulimwengu they stood firm walisimama imara with jesus na yesu with righteousness na uhaki and he said na anasema that if you want now to reach out as a pastor evangelist ya kwamba iwapo sasa unataka kwenda nje kama mchungaji mwingilisti a christian mkristo that you must tell them the reason I'm like this is because a day of judgment is coming. Leo kwamba lazima mumwambie muambie kwamba sababu mimi niko namna hii ni kwa sababu siku ya hukumu inakuja. No more time for softening things. Hakuna tena wakati wa kufanya vitu vya pesi nyororo basi kwamba iwapo hawatatubu wataenda jehanamu. So this is the opportunity we have. Kwa hivyo hii ndio fursa tuliyonayo to have a soul ili kuvuna nafsi including the new people tuned in here tonight kuhusisha watu wageni ambao wanasikiliza hapa usiku leo the judgment of god is coming hukumu ya mungu inakuja there is a day of accounting coming kuna siku ya kuwajibika ambayo inakuja when god will check whether you received his word or not wakati mungu ataangalia kama ulipokea neno lake ama hapana and for you who are born again na kwenu ninyi ambao mmeokoka he saying the time for backsliding is Anasemea kwamba wakati wa kuanguka tena kwa dhambi umeisha. Always falling back because of pressure, pressure. No, it says with authority now you move. Kila wakati, with authority now. Kila wakati kuanguka tena katika dhambi kila wakati kila wakati anasemea kwamba hapana. Sasa wakati wa kusonga na mamlaka umefika. Kwa because the authority we are given. Kwa sababu mamlaka tuliyopewa can raise mama rosa from the dead. Yaweza kumuinua mama rosa kutoka kwa wafu. Can cleanse leprosy instant. Inaweza kutakasa ukoma mara moja. Can raise cripples instant away. Inaweza kuinua viwete mara moja mbali kabisa. How enormous is that authority? Ni kuna namna gani mamlaka hiyo? You are the one worshiping the true God. Make sure you bring people to God. Ninyi ambao mnamwabudu Mungu wa kweli, hakikisheni kwamba mnawaleta watu kwa Mungu wa kweli. The church has been shameful. Kanisa limekuwa la aibu. She has twisted the word and and cut it down 
kupunguza and reduce it. Na imepindua kabisa neno halafu ikaipunguza na kuikata kabisa. Okay, let me say it properly. So the church today has cut the word and reduced it. Kanisa leo hii imekata neno na kuipunguza kabisa. They are found in interfaith fellowships. Wanapatikana katika shirika za dini za kijumla. And so they agree that their gods are equal. How? Hivyo basi
upone tunayofursa sasa ya kuzivua nafsi je tutawezaje kuzivua nafsi wakati ambapo kanisa kila mara mara kwa mara laanguka katika dhambi ili hali wakati umekwisha and i've seen the coming of the messiah na nimeona kuja kwa masia will you go to heaven alone je utaenda mbinguni peke yako we can win the whole world for jesus people are walking tunaweza kuvuna tunaweza kuvuna ulimwengu wote mzima kwa ajili ya yesu vi wote wanatembea tunazo shuhuda the son of the living god himself the radiance of god's glory himself mwana ni mngao wa mungu wa utukufu wa mungu mwenyewe died for you aliwakufia why is the church recycling in sin back and forth we need authority now ni kwa nini kanisa linaanguka katika dhambi kushoto kule kila wakati tunahitaji mamlaka sasa they call it peer pressure and what pressure and which pressure Wana, no wanaita, authority wanaita eti ule msukumo wa wenzao ati kila kitu msukumo hapana the authority that resurrected jesus from the dead mamlaka ambayo alimfufua yesu kutoka kwa wao available to the church inapatikana kwa kanisa let's humiliate jesus wacha tuachane na kumwaibisha yesu that's why now he has called on authority if you are testifying in the way you live, with authority if you are preaching at the pulpit with authority if you are an evangelist with authority that we may now get time to have a sense of soul na ndio sababu ameitia sasa tukapata kujiendeleza katika mamlaka ikiwa unatoa ushuhuda kulingana na jinsi ambavyo unaishi mamlaka ikiwa tunamfanyia Yesu uinjilisti na mamlaka hivi ndivyo tunaweza kuvua nafsi kwa Yesu Romans chapter 1 Warumi sura ya kwanza Hallelujah Hallelujah and he say na anasema This is the only way the church can enter the kingdom of glory. Ya kwamba hii ndio njia pekee tu ambayo kanisa laweza kuingia ndani ya ufalme wa utukufu. Hata kama watu wataanguka kushoto kulia lakini wewe simama. Wote wanatembea hapa. Vipofu wanaweza kuona. Then you stand you have a testimony. Hivyo basi wewe simama una ushuhuda. Romans chapter 1 I'm beginning from 18. Warumi sura ya kwanza naanzia 18. It say verse 16 probably for example here yeah, 16 says I'm not ashamed of the gospel Anasema 16 mimi sioni haya injili because it is power the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes Kwa maana ni uwezo wa Mungu uletao wokovu kwa kila aaminiye First to the Jew and then to the Gentiles Kwanza kwa Wayahudi halafu kwa mtu mataifa For in the gospel the righteousness of God is revealed Kwa maana katika injili haki itokayo kwa Mungu imedhihirishwa So the church Hivyo kanisa This be walking in righteousness should not be a debatable issue Because now we have understood that the gospel is preached by God and when we are sent it is a command laitaje kweli natembea katika uhaki kwa sababu sasa hili si swala la kwa sababu that the gospel is really the face of god it's like we are reading from his face tumeelewa ya kwamba it is the face of god himself tumeelewa ya kwamba injili ndio uso wa mungu ya kwamba ni kana kwamba tunasoma kutoka kwa uso wake mwenyewe for you that have the opportunity to preach kwani ninyi ambao mna fursa ya kuhubiri at the pulpit kwenye madhabahu what an awakening moment ni wangu wakati wa mungu because the lord is seated in the audience the lord is the audience kwa sababu anasema kwamba Bwana ndiye anayesikiliza ndiye anayesikiliza basi uwezi kuendelea kunipata modernism ili kwamba kwa kutafuta kule
read it right there. He said the same word. He says, I will not judge. It is now my word that will finally judge them. There is judgment coming for those who refuse the word of God. And then he says, I will not judge. I myself will not judge. But my word. That means after he went and died and resurrected, now the world stands judged. We need to reach people in the last point. Post us just to end. We have to stop it late and draw it line say that we have stopped here and we have drawn a line no more falling in the church it has to be a deliberate decision starting with your life I'm not falling again the Lord will help me I'm resolved in that way we can be a testimony and win more souls what is this the church is falling left and right falling from the truth and they prefer other gospels soft gospels, sweet gospels, whatever you call it inspiration, motivation or whatever but yet we have the cross of Jesus the blood of Jesus and the cross of Jesus and then we have now the rapture of the church they have to prepare I have seen the church taken up. And then we have the day of judgment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So on that day in heaven they will tell you, I'm glad, I'm glad you told me about this day of judgment. I made it here. That would be so powerful. Just win the whole world. And I shame the devil. Hallelujah. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, if you tell them about judgment, they'll change. Hey. Hey. John chapter 8, 19. Before we get Romans. John chapter 8, 19. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he said, now the church has to move with power. And authority. Look at the way this ministry is moving with power. We, we, we are not preaching to you what is not happening here. Look, almost every week a new cripple is raised. It's, it's a wonder. It's the biggest wonder in the whole world. So it's possible to walk with power and not to keep falling and ashaming Jesus this late in the day. Hey. John 8:19 turn with me there. And he says the following. John 8:19. Then they asked him. Where is your father? You do not know me or my father, Jesus replied. If you knew me, you would know my father also. He spoke these things while teaching in the temple courts near the place where the offering were put. Alipokuwa 
yet no one seized him because the hour had not yet come lakini hakuna mtu aliyemkamata kwa kuwa saa yake ilikuwa haijawadia rejecting the messiah kumkataa masia has consequence inayo madhara rejecting the lord at this hour Kum, in this generation kumkataa bwana katika saa hii katika kizazi hiki also has consequence pia inayo madhara yake the consequence is hell madhara ni jehanamu and the present day church na kanisa la leo hii has rejected the messiah wamemkataa masia by rejecting repentance kwa kukataa toba by rejecting the cross kwa kukataa msalaba you have rejected the messiah mmemkataa masia the messiah is everything about the cross masia anahusiana na kila kitu kuhusu msalaba so romans chapter 1 kwa hivyo warumi sura ya kwanza anasema yafuatayo 18:20 hadi 20 Romans chapter 1:18-20 says Warumi sura ya kwanza mstari wa 18 hadi 20 yasema The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven Dadabu ya Mungu imedhihirishwa kutoka mbinguni against the godlessness and wickedness of people Dhidi ya uasi wote na uovu wa wanadamu So godlessness Hivyo basi uasi that you see inside the church today Ambao mnaona ndani ya kanisa leo hii the wickedness uovu that you see in the life of the believers today ambao mnaona katika maisha ya waumini leo hii has consequence inayo madhara yake let us seek the power of God the authority of the Lord wacha tutafute nguvu za Mungu mamlaka ya Bwana that we may go back to the original gospel of the cross and the blood ili turudi tena katika ile injili ya asili kabisa ya mwanzo ya msalaba na damu because the Lord says kwa sababu Bwana anasema that The wedding rings he showed me in the sky. Yakwamba pete za harusi alizonionyesha katika anga. On that November 1, 2006. Hiyo tarehe moja Novemba mwaka 2006. 3 a.m. in the morning. Saa 9 kamili asubuhi. He says. Anasema their design is ancient. Yakwamba muundo wake ni wa zamani kale. Antiguo Hispaniola. Ni jadi kabisa. So you can understand what the Lord is saying here. Kwa hivyo mnaweza kuelewa kile ambacho Bwana anasema hapa. Anasema hapana. I want the original church. That is the church I saw enter. Ninalitaka lile kanisa la mwanzo. Hilo ndilo kanisa niliona alikiingia. I don't want the church in a modern kind of salvation, a modern Christianity, a modern cross. Sitaki kanisa ambalo liko katika aina fulani ya wokovu wa kisasa, msalaba wa kisasa, Ukristo wa kisasa. No. Hapana. So you can understand the church I saw worshiping in the kingdom of glory. Hivyo basi mnaweza kuelewa lile kanisa ambalo niliona likiabudundane ufalme wa utukufu. From this vision. Kutoka kwa maono haya. Where we have anchored today. Mahali ambapo tumetia nanga leo. Where we are calling for an end to apostasy tonight. Mahali ambapo tunaitia mwito wa mwisho kabisa kwa mwanguko wa imani usiku leo. Every time the young boys and girls are falling in sexual sin in the church, let it come to an end. Ya kwamba kila siku vijana wasichana wanavulana wananguka katika usherati kanisa it must come to an end time is over we are born again the son of god who sits on the right hand of majesty died for us is the radiance of the image of god himself mwana wa mungu ambaye ameketi katika mkono wa kuume wa enzi yenye nguvu na ukuu alikufa kwa ajili yetu and he say na anasema but the design of those rings they speak so much about the heart of god ya kwamba muundo wa pete hizo zinazungumza mengi kabisa kuhusu moyo wa mungu 
that the Lord is saying. I'm longing for the original faithful church. This wickedness and ungodliness you see in the present day church. It will attract the wrath of God. That's obvious. It will bring the judgment of God in the church. God judges sin. And is sending us to the world at a time when the world is saturated with wickedness. And he says that he's looking for the original faithful church that based her life on the original rugged Calvary cross of Jesus. The cross that has so much blood on it. How can you say you are modern people? There is no modern Christian that is going to enter the kingdom of God. This is the entire conversation God has been having with you from the beginning of this night. He says no. Let the church now learn to move with power. And authority. And avoid this ever falling, ever for apostasy this way. Falling this way. All the time. I have seen the Messiah coming. I know you are celebrating the cripples here, the leprosy and everything. But you are not understanding one thing. That these miracles, these wonders the Lord sends these two prophets to do in this land, they testify that the Messiah will come. These are the forerunners of the Messiah. And the Lord has testified, heaven has testified on their behalf in such a stunning manner. You cannot say one word. The Messiah is coming. All these wonders you see you are celebrating Mungwetu, we were right, and all these things you are saying. This is supposed to be a testimony that it is true when they say the Messiah is coming, soon he will come.
life. Not the one I'm reading here full of ungodliness and wickedness. And he says that you can only move in the authority of God when you're standing in the truth. You're walking with the truth. Don't change the gospel. Don't change your lifestyle for the world or for a job. Don't do that. Lose that job there. The Lord will always fight for you. It is time for the Christian to walk with power and authority. The Holy Spirit is available. Has been released. From Pentecost and now the latter glory is here. And the Lord is saying that He's looking for a church that is embedded, has embedded her life on the cross and the blood of Jesus. On righteousness and holiness. A church that is faithful to the Lord. On a daily basis. Our priority is right. It's about the kingdom of God. And it's saying that otherwise, if you look at the sinfulness around which the, the church is operating, she is located in the middle of this tremendous wickedness. She may not make it. And the only way to make sure that she wakes up and shapes up is by reading for Romans chapter 1 that judgment, a day is coming. Reading for scriptures that tell her a day is coming for judgment. That is the wake-up call. And it's such a shocking thing that the Lord can present such a vision. Open heaven. And talk about the cloud of glory coming. Until the cloud of glory came and enveloped me. What else are you looking for? I prophesied the coronavirus. There are more than 3,000 3,700 in the U.S. every day. That, that is a tremendous prophecy. Let us be asking, what is God looking for? What does God want? We should be asking, what does the Lord want so we may give him? No. This is such an uncommon generation. When the words of prophecy have been fulfilled and shaken the world unbelievably with coronavirus, God crying out to a people to return to him. When will you return to the Lord? And that's why I'm saying the church does not have a second chance of falling left and right apostles you are. No. Because the world is looking for help. The world is looking for help. The unborn again are looking for solution. You have found enlightenment. Why don't you just stand with authority? That we may lead many to the kingdom of God. Especially the time is over. 
Look at the time in the night at which we are still at the pulpit here. That should tell you that there is a sense of urgency. He's looking for a church that is following the original cross at Calvary. They're listening to the Holy Spirit. One voice. Not one saying that there are checks in the mail coming. A lot of money coming to you, financial wealth transfer to pour in the church. And then another is announcing the coming of the Messiah. Be righteous, be holy. No. And pastors can repent. And so says here, against the godlessness and wickedness of people. Those who suppress the truth for their wickedness. Look at that. No, but today's church has done exactly this. You have taken the truth of God, the truth of Jesus, the word of God, and you have twisted it. The Lord is saying, let us return. And be holy. And be righteous. And stand on the true gospel of Jesus. The gospel of repentance and holiness. The Messiah is coming. The human condition is terrible. Requires deliverance. Redemption. And Christ Jesus came and redeemed us. And he's coming back soon. Let us prepare. And he will not take a church that is not holy. Let us stand on that. And then win more souls. Time is over. It is time to walk with authority. To the Lord so that they are falling in the worship team. They are falling in the pulpit. Because of Corona now the fall is even more in, in many areas and church. Well, how terrible. The Corona should have tightened our walk. Revelation chapter 19. Revelation 19. Turn with me there. From verse 11. He says the following. From 11 he says. I saw heaven standing open. And there before me was a white throne. Hallelujah. Yes, white throne. I saw heaven standing open. And there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. Indeed, judgment also. Indeed, it is there. And we have to appear before there. We have to appear before the throne. Everybody must appear. But he's now talking about 
the Messiah coming out in that white horse. Lakini sasa Remember the second part of the vision? Lakini sasa anazungumza kuhusu Masia akija sasa katika huyo farasi mweupe. Kumbukeni sehemu ya pili ya maono hayo? Then I saw heaven standing open and there before me was a white horse. His rider is called Faithful and True. Kisha nikaona mbingu imefunguka na hapo mbele yangu akiwepo farasi mweupe ambaye yeye alimpanda huyo farasi aliitwa mwaminifu na kweli. Yeye hukumu kwa haki na kufanya vita. His eyes were blazing like fire. Macho yake yalikuwa yanawaka kama miale ya moto. Blazing fire. Yanawaka miale ya moto. And on his head are many crowns. Na juu ya kichwa chake kuna taji nyingi. And there's a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. Na alikuwa na jina liloandikwa ambalo hakuna hakuna mtu yeyote anayelijua isipokuwa yeye mwenyewe. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood. Alikuwa amevaa joho lililochovya ndani ya damu. And his name is the word of God. Na jina lake ni neno la Mungu. When he appeared in the sky. Wakati alipokuja katika anga. Speak with me. Kuzungumza nami. On the right hand side of the sky. Katika upande wa kume wa anga. After the trumpet had sounded. Baada turumbeta kupigwa. And the voice of the angels. Na sauti ya malaika mkuu of the Lord. Sauti ya Bwana. Then the glory appeared then he stepped out with glory. Tremendous glory. Halafu utukufu ukaja akakanyaga nje na utukufu mkuu kabisa. By the way that day when he comes for the church there will be tremendous glory appears unbelievable. Hata hivyo siku hiyo ambayo atakuja kwa ajili ya kanisa kutakuwepo na utukufu mwingi kabisa huko juu. Kutakuwepo na utukufu mkuu kabisa kamilifu hapa juu. Hadi alichukue kanisa. Na kuondoka. Kwa hivyo He said On that day he showed me the crown Siku hiyo alinionyesha taji The golden crown the nail pierced in the hand Taji ya ya dhahabu na majeraha ya misumari kwenye mikono And the red robe Na lile joho jekundu That is what he's talking about here Hiyo ndio ambaye anazungumzia hapa But the red robe is talking about judgment is La- now coming to judge Lakini hilo joho jekundu inazungumza kuhusiana na hukumu sasa anakuja kuhukumu So we have to be aware of this Hivyo basi lazima tujue hii Let us make sure we understand that without holiness No one will enter the rapture of the church. Wacha tuhakikishe kwamba tunaelewa kwamba bila utakatifu hakuna mtu atakayeingia katika unyakuzi wa kanisa.